You're listening to Living in Alignment podcast, the show that brings you deep and conscious conversations to live and grow in rhythm to your natural state. I'm your host, Rada Khalifi. No one is really broken and yet we run around trying to fill up the open places and seek to be who we are not. So imagine a system that explains how you were built and how to best respond to the world. Imagine a system that offers a map that indicates how you are unique as a person and guides you in living in a manner that is in sync with who you are. In today's episode, we are going to introduce and discuss everything human design with expert Irina Prokofieva. Irina is a certified transformational coach and a human design expert. Today, we dive deep into the secret of manifesting with human design. Thank you for being here. Grab a glass of water and I'll be right back with Irina. Hello, Irina, and welcome. Uh, I'm excited to have you on our show today and talk about everything human design and really tap on the secret to manifesting our life with human design. So could you tell us about you and how you stumbled on this work? What makes you passionate about human design? Thank you very much, Gada, and thank you very much for inviting me to your podcast. So I am um, I, I, I discovered human design a few years ago. And to tell you the truth, back then, I did the first time that I actually pulled my chart and I read the general description about my type, and I'm a manifesting generator. I didn't resonate with it at all. And it took me a few years actually to go back to the same chart and to look at it and to understand what it meant for me. And now looking back, I understand that the reason why I didn't resonate with this chart was because I was not living in alignment with my energy. And I was completely... For example, my chart was telling me that I am an energetic person. I have lots of energy and I can create things very fast. And that I love doing the work that I do and this type of things. And I couldn't resonate with that because back back then I was burnt out. I was completely unsatisfied in my work. So it took me some time actually to dive into and to understand what human design, the potential that it has for me. And once I actually got into it, and it was after years of coaching and years of shedding my own limiting beliefs and everything, this is when I actually dove into human design again and I read it and this is when when it clicked for me. And this is when I became really obsessed about it. So I put, I did the chart for all my family, my husband. I discovered that my husband was a reflector and he's just like 1% of population. And that was something that sparked additional interest in human design. And I just dove into this rabbit hole of reading everything that I could read about it, uh, studying. I did lots of courses with different human design teachers. And I started reading and interpreting uh, human design charts for my family, for my husband and myself. And I started living this design, embodying the design, because one of the things that I think the potential of human design is not only understanding it at the intellectual level, 
but actually embodying it because this is when things click for you and you start living in alignment and you start feeling that life is actually easy and things flow to you. And this is what actually has made me even a bigger fan of human design because it is, for me, human design is a map to human consciousness. It's a map for our personal development. It tells us who we are as a person, how we are, mm-hmm. what we are born to be. And it tells us which are the areas which are our strengths and which are the areas where we have to develop our potential and how we can align with our life purpose. So there is a lot in human design that can actually help us evolve and become an energetic match for our desires. And this is where I see the potential, the huge, mm-hmm. huge potential. Yeah, Irina, like, uh, thank you. Thank you for sharing with us. And I, I love what you said, like, I, I love your journey, how you met initially, but then, you know, like you really delve into it when you were ready somehow emotionally to take human design and align with it. And I, I love what you said about it. It's, it becomes easier, like you were ready to meet it with ease and embody it and, and guide you somehow to live in alignment. So... Can you explain briefly, like, what is human design for people who haven't heard about this concept before? Yes, so human design is a system that combines different um, different ancient uh, uh, systems like astrology, Chinese I Ching. It's also based on the chakra system, on the tree of life from the Kabbalist traditions. And it also incorporates some modern contemporary disciplines of quantum mechanics, astronomy, genetics, and biochemistry. And this is, this is a system that is, tells us how we operate on an energetic level. So it's not a belief system, it's not a religion, it's not anything that we have to believe mm-hmm. in. It's just mechanics. It just tells us how we operate on an energetic level. And there are five different types in human design. And each of these types has a specific uh, strategy in which we interact with the world. So the first two types are generators and manifesting generators. And these are the people who are here to discover themselves through the work that they do. Mm -hmm. And specifically through the work that lights them up. So whenever generators and manifesting generators, they do the work that that lights them up, they feel extreme satisfaction and they light up themselves and they also share this energy with other people. And the strategy of generators and manifesting generators is to wait for things to come up to them. So they have to be really present mm-hmm. in every day, mm-hmm. in every moment of their life so that they can see the opportunities that come into their life and they can respond to these opportunities. Mm-hmm. And the way that they respond to these opportunities is just asking themselves, is this something that excites me? Is this something that lights me up? And if the answer is yes, then they should just go and do it. 
because this is the way how they fulfill their life mm-hmm. purpose in this mm-hmm. in this life. So the I, second, I mean, sorry, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, wondering here, like the word generator, I know like I'm, I'm kind of like a generate between manifestor generator and a generator somehow. But when I, when I feel generator, it's about doing, right? For me, it feels doing. And I feel like this is kind of my energy. But you said something about they have to wait for it. Like between doing and waiting for opportunities, can you elaborate more on that? I don't know if my question making sense here. Yes, yes. So so the generators, they 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 do things because they have, they have they are the only types generators and manifesting generators they are the only types that actually have access to life force energy mm. and this is a consistent energy and it's always there mm. so the way for generators to and manifesting generators to fulfill their purpose is actually using this life for life force energy to produce something mm. so this is why it's important for them to do something because if not, and I'll ask you like, how do you feel about that? But if you're not burning this energy, mm. you're not going to be able to sleep mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's just like a motor. <laughs> yeah. It's always there. You it's know? always there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And this is the thing that sometimes I talk when I talk to people and I do readings and I ask them, okay, like, and they tell me, you know what? I cannot sleep. And I'm saying that, do you actually, like, what do you do? And it could be doing some physical exercise. It could be doing some physical work. It could be doing some mental work. But generators and manifesting generators are designed to expand this energy. And the best way for them to expand this energy is by doing things that light them up. Because whenever you do things that you are excited about, you are getting more energy and it's sort of like a circle. So you are energizing yourself. And this is really, that's really the way in which generators and manifesting generators um, interact with this world. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. now the waiting part comes from (laughs) the fact, yeah, the waiting part actually, the whole human design is about waiting. Mm -hmm. All the types, Mm -hmm. they have to wait. Mm -hmm. For generators, the waiting is in waiting for life to open doors for you. So waiting for life to bring you opportunities. So instead of going and making things happen just because you got this idea and you want, for example, to create, to start a new project and you just got this idea, if you go and do it without waiting, chances are, this is not necessarily the project that is for you, correct for you. So chances are that you might end up being frustrated, you might encounter resistance, and you might actually run out of your energy before you have the chance to complete this project. So the waiting is for us to it's a moment for us it's an opportunity for us to stop and to say okay like do i really see the signs of this project in physical life so maybe i want to go for holidays to bahamas for example that's my Mm -hmm. idea Mm -hmm. if i wake up with this idea and i just go and buy tickets 
chances are I might be frustrated. Not always happens, but it could be. So the waiting there would mean actually me saying, okay, like, yes, I want to go to Bahamas. Let me see if there is any evidence in the physical reality that tells me that this is something that is for me. And it could be me opening the newspaper and seeing that they sell like cheap tickets to Bahamas. Mm -hmm. That's my Mm -hmm. sign. Yeah. It could be also someone calling to me and saying to me, you know what? I was thinking that maybe we can go together for holidays to Bahamas. So it has to be something that you see in real life and not only in your head. So that's what waiting waiting is for, for generators and manifesting generators. I love that. And once you see the sign, you just respond to it. Yeah. And waiting is like some people like in their dictionary is maybe passive but the waiting here is actually is working with life force working with nature working with your own design for ease as you said that ease um that flow that embodiment but you might actually force something right Irina but you cannot like if you're not ready for it there would be no experience no real embodiment for it Exactly. Yeah. And waiting is also, it's not passive because to, to, to be able to respond to opportunities, you have to be present. So that's like one part that we need to be waiting Mm -hmm. for. Like this is our work to be present in each Mm -hmm. moment and not to just start thinking, dreaming and living in the past or in the future or whatever our mind is taking us. And the other thing is that while we are waiting, we are actually not sitting on the sofa and watching Netflix. We are actually doing other things. So generators and manifesting generators, they have so much energy. They, they, they are actually like, for them, it's difficult to sit still. So it's not that they are going to be just yeah. waiting without yeah. doing anything. They will be working already on the projects that they have initiated before, to which they have responded before. So the waiting is definitely not Mm. passive or anything but passive. Yeah, and the the part, as you said, like the clue is, the key is presence. And for me, as my, like with, with always being on somehow, there's always this energy within, as you said, the word stillness, it's kind of paradox to be present and active at the same time, you know, like to be present but flowing with, with the energy. You know what I mean? Like that's the, always yes. a challenge for me to have this energy and and which is not a stillness and to be present at the same time. Yes, that's, yes. that's the whole, the whole, the whole thing in yes. design is going through these conundrums and <laughs> unraveling and discovering what it, like finding the balance between these two opposing forces. Yes. And human yes. design, like the energy, it's a, it's a science of energy. And the energy has its, own, its low vibration and it has its high vibration. So we have to find the balance for us, like where do we stand? So in this sense, human design is, uh, I would say it's an objective science because it doesn't tell you how, it doesn't tell you things about your personality And it tells you things about how your energy is designed to be. And then it's you who decides which kind of energy, like how you use this energy. Do you use this energy in its highest vibration? 
or do you use this energy in its lowest vibration? So we always have a choice. And this is where the growth opportunity comes from, is that when we discover that we are living in the low vibration of the energies, we can always shift and we can always move. And this is the work that we have to do, the inner work, the unsexy work. So, yeah, this is beautiful. I mean, I, I love, I love the way you describe it, and there is so much richness to this uh, human design. Like this, um, really, for me, it's a, it's a whole new world of discovering yourself again. And as you said, like it's not the how; it's just uh, it's like opening doors for you. And there's a, there's a lot of freedom in it to manifest yourself. So, yes. so, Irina, um, we talked about manifestor, generator, generator. Can you show us also, tell us about the other types? Yes. So there are three more types. Mm-hmm. There are projectors that are approximately like 20% of population. And the gift of projectors is to see the capacities, the gifts, and the talents of other people. And each projector has its their own unique gifts and their way of like their strategy and their way of engaging with life is to wait for their specific qualities to be recognized and invited into things. And so they have to wait to respond to the invitations and the recognition. And whenever they are waiting for these things, they experience success in their life and they experience that they are recognized. And again, like if they initiate things without waiting, what might happen is that they might experience resistance, they might experience rejection, and they can end up becoming bitter. And projectors are the guides. They are the new leaders of Mm -hmm. our humanity. Can yeah? Can you give us examples like who are the like of professions or how they are leading in life? uh, The projectors. Projectors could be uh, they could be they are excellent networkers. Mm -hmm. They are excellent um, supporters. Also, support for example, people who support the leaders. They are also good managers, and. in terms of professions, I actually have to tell you that there are uh, human design doesn't actually indicate you which is your ideal profession because each chart is really individual. So it really depends more on the specific energies of each chart and not so much on these big types. Because if you think about it, we're talking about big types and like 20% of population, it's what? It's one and a half billion people, roughly. Mm-hmm. So that's like a big chunk to put them all together. There are a lot of actors. There are a lot of um, political leaders who are projectors also. So it doesn't really necessarily correlate with the type of prof- types of professions that they uh, can do because they can also lead from behind behind the scenes they don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to be in the front front in the forefront and leading from the scene they can be leading behind they can be doing supporting roles like VAs for example mm-hmm. so yeah yeah the networkers <laughs> exactly so, yeah yeah uh, the fourth type mm-hmm. yes the fourth type would be manifestors 
and they are about 9% of population. And manifestors, is the, they are the only type who are actually designed to initiate. Mm-hmm. So they don't need to wait for anyone. And they are designed to have a very powerful impact. And they are here to initiate all the other types. So for example, generators and manifesting generators need to wait for the initiation that comes from manifestors. Mm-hmm. So manifestors get an idea their strategy of engaging with the world is to inform people that they want to start taking action on this idea. And when they inform people, what happens is that, first of all, they eliminate resistance for themselves. So other people will remove themselves from the manifestor's path. And at the same time, they also can gain uh, support. They can get support from other people who will respond to this initiation and will say, you know what? I want to help you with this thing because I have the skills that are necessary to, to help you with this project. So manifestors, when they follow their strategy and when they inform other people, they can actually manifest things with peace and with ease and whenever they are not informing other people they can experience anger because people have a visceral reaction to manifestors Mm -hmm. manifestors have a very um, repelling aura i don't really like the term but that's the best way to describe it so they are really impactful and other people feel that this like they feel this impact and they feel they perceive it as an attempt of manifestors to control the world, Mm. which is not how manifestors see themselves at all. Most manifestors that I talk with, they actually are very surprised that they are so impactful. They think that they don't matter. They think that what they do doesn't matter. Mm. And in reality, it does. Energetically, they are designed to impact people And they impact people exactly to propel people into action so that other people mobilize and they do something. Mm -hmm. Because manifestors themselves, they don't have the sustainable energy to uh, complete projects. Exactly, to execute the projects. They need someone to help them do this um, repetitive work and Mm -hmm. uh, complete the project. So they just spark the the idea, they spark, they generate an idea and they have to pass it forward to someone else to complete it. To be able to, for someone else to receive this energy. And and yeah, sometimes I can see like how manifestors uh, can be received somehow um, because I they receive as their energy as too much because they're always ahead on the game somehow. And yeah. they, they might be perceived as, um, you know, like they, they might face resistance uh, for their ideas. But, I, yes. but it's just, uh, it's like, as you said, when everything is aligned, when everyone is waiting, um, everyone is playing the role, right? To, to receive um, I don't know where I'm going with this, <laughs> but it's yes, just this is such when a we rich... create like a dance. Yes, yes this is where it's we a create dance. a dance. Yeah, yeah, like everyone, like right now, I'm seeing an image how everyone is 
And there's so much freedom and acceptance and embodiment and joy when everyone is doing their own part, right? And exactly. trying to be someone else or trying to take a piece of, of someone's um, piece somehow. Um, yes, and the, what you are saying is actually a very important point because each of us, we are designed, like we have our unique type and the only way that we can contribute to, to the humanity is by living in accordance with our mm -hmm. type because this is the way in which we can untap our potential and we can release our energy into the world and this is the way in which we can attract to ourselves also all the opportunities, love, abundance, money, success, whatever we want. Like we can attract all that into our life is when we live in alignment with our design, when we embody fully our design and we live with this in the high frequency of the energies that are available for us in our chart. So if we try to pretend to be someone else, we are just ignoring all mm -hmm. the potential that mm -hmm. we can be if we just tune into who we are designed to be. Yeah. And so allowing, I yeah. Which, and, and also allowing everyone doing, like allowance of others, not only embodying you, but also giving the space for others to do also their own dance and, and join the collective somehow. Exactly. I mean, I know you and I can talk about this to go way deep into these, right? And I'm, I'm tempted, but I know because of the uh, limited time, we're going to continue with the, uh, with the fifth type, I guess. Yes. So the fifth type are reflectors and they are only 1% of population and reflectors are a unique type because they, um, they have like all their chat is an open map. They have all the available energies and they are people who really have the capacity to tap into the universal consciousness. They are called reflectors because they reflect back to the humanity, all the beauty of the humanity and all the ugliness. And they are here to be like judges or mirrors, not actually judges, they don't judge, but they mirror what happens in the humanity. Mm. And uh, the role of reflectors, the strategy of reflectors is to wait for a whole lunar cycle before making decisions. And whenever they follow their strategy, they delight in life's surprises. And when they initiate and don't use their strategy, they end up disappointed in life, with life. And reflectors are really, they can be vulnerable people because they are very open to the energies of other people, but they can be also extremely wise people because they can read the energies of other people without absorbing these energies into themselves. And they can use the energies of other people in the best way that is possible for them. And then they can just leave them and go and rest. Mm -hmm. So for reflectors, it's really important to live in places that are really right for them, where they feel at home and they will know what it means, what it is for them. Mm -hmm. So for someone, it could be in the middle of a busy city, but for most reflectors, it would actually be 
away from people, somewhere in nature. This mm-hmm. would be like the ideal places for them where they, where they can just charge all this external energy and just be themselves. Mm. Wow. wow. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm just, you're taking me to a new world for, you know, just to, to envision this tapestry, you know, of, of, um, you know, the wonders of us human beings and the capacity of each one of us if we really try to align with it and embody it. Yes, there is a lot of potential. <laughs> yes. So I know we you talked about uh, like the the impact of each um, each uh, type. But how do you use this as in general, if you want to recap, how do you use this concept of human design to support women and help them manifest what they want? So in my work, I use human design to support me in, in the coaching. I am a certified transformational life coach. And I work with women who want to rediscover themselves and also who want to make an impact. The women with whom I work, they are women who are change makers. They want to create meaningful change in their life. And also they want to create a ripple effect in our society. Mm. And uh, these are the women that usually have lots of inner critic, inner like voices in their head that tell them that okay, like, you don't know enough you like who are you to do these things and these things so what i do is like with human design i help them come back and discover who they are before the world told them who they Mm. should be Mm. so it is i use it as a tool to discover how to be yourself and how to navigate through all this conditioning, how to drop all these stories, because human design actually tells you which are the stories that run in, the, in your mind, like mm-hmm. which are the limiting beliefs that are the most pre- prevalent for them. And uh, I teach them how to align with their own energies and through alignment with their own energies, how to become a magnet for everything that you desire and how you can make an impact. Because my belief is that when we align with our sense of self, with our energy and we recognize and we embody our type, we actually become resistant and resilient in view of the criticism and everything that happens in life, we stop comparing ourselves with mm-hmm. other people because mm-hmm. we understand that I am unique and the way that I am created is unique. I have unique abilities. I have unique creative powers. And these abilities are here so that I can contribute to the world. So you drop comparison. It helps, like working with human design helps you drop comparison. It helps mm-hmm. you be more confident. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think it's like an amazing tool really to decondition and to come back to yourself, to your own power. And from this place, you can create whatever you want. You can make an impact that you want. You can create a life that you want. And the most important thing is that it teaches us also that being successful in life doesn't mean 
sacrificing your personal happiness. It doesn't mean sacrificing your family time, for example, because once you align with human design, life starts flowing easily and things just click. It's like a puzzle. Things just click Mm -hmm. and you just see the things in a completely different way and you are capable of operating on a completely different way. And you can create more impact. You can, for example, attract more clients. Mm -hmm. You can generate more abundance in your life without hustling and without stressing and without obsessing about things and without overthinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What a beauty, huh? (laughs) What a beauty that we have this, like... um design that we you know like unravel the secret of our design and just um use it to our you know for our impact so thank you so much for explaining this uh irena but if 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 we wanna like for people who are new to this and they don't know how to start how do we like take this human design concept and make it more of a daily practice to ground ourselves in our system on who we are in our energy. Is there like a, uh, like a tool that can guide us to this uh, easier as a daily practice? That's a very beautiful question because human design is essentially about embodiment. It's an experiment. It's something that we have to practice daily mm-hmm. if we want to if we want to experience all the benefits of human design, it's something that we have to practice daily. And I have, um, I can think of three tips that I can give to your audience mm-hmm. that will help them try an experiment with their human design. So the first thing that I would say is once you know your type, explore what does it mean for you to live in alignment with your type. So for generators and manifesting generators, that would mean experiencing satisfaction. For projectors, that would mean experiencing success. For manifestors, that would mean experiencing peace. And for reflectors, that would mean experiencing surprise. So what I would invite your listeners to do is just journal, explore, like how does satisfaction look like for me? Like how does it feel like? which activities make me help me feel satisfied and just do more of these activities like which things make me feel successful which things bring me peace and just do more of these because this is how we are going to align with our um, signature gifts and signature powers in human design and we will start experiencing what it means to live in alignment with our human design. The second point that I would also invite your listeners to do is to to explore what does it mean not to live in alignment with your design. So Mm -hmm. again, every type has its own um, non-self theme. This is how it is called in human design jargon. So basically, these are the emotions that we experience when we are not following our path. So for generators and manifesting generators, that would be frustration. Mm -hmm. For projectors, that would be bitterness and the feeling of depletion. 
for manifestors that would be anger and for reflectors it would be disappointment so again recognizing and exploring what does frustration mean to me when do i experience frustration does frustration come when i try to force things and they just don't happen does frustration come from waiting recognizing which in which moments in our life do we experience these feelings when do i experience bitterness when do i feel anger which activities which people which situations make me feel this way and trying to reduce these activities like trying to eliminate these activities from my life also and this is something that we didn't talk that much each energy center and human design has its own non self theme so a conversation so maybe it tells to you that you need to work hard to prove that you that you are valuable and noticing this type of talk self talk and switching it and saying okay no i am worthy and valuable just because i exist i don't need to prove myself i don't need to prove my worth to anyone and my worth and value don't depend on anything external it has been determined in the moment that i am born and there is nothing that i can do to increase it or to decrease it and nothing that anyone tells or thinks or does will make me feel less worthy or less valuable so it's just catching this uh talk and catching when we are off the path so that we can force correct and the last tip that i would give is just play with your strategy and your authority so just play how it feels like for a manifesting generator or generator how it feels like waiting to respond just try it like in different areas of your life in parenting in your relationships in your business in your day-to-day -day choices what does it mean to be to wait to respond and just observe like when when i can be present and when i can notice the opportunities coming to me or for a projector it could be how does it feel like being invited like who has invited me in my life and who recognizes me which who are the people that feel delicious to be around who see me like which people see me for me and just play with that you know instead of trying to go and just do it like this nike thing okay yeah. just do it we are not just doing it we can actually relax and allow life to come to us and offer us opportunities so that we can respond so that we can be invited so that we can be recognized or so that we can ponder and see okay like where do i feel so this would be the tips that i would give mm -hmm. your audience just mm -hmm. play with that there is, these are amazing, amazing questions and tools. So thank you for sharing this. And I'll make sure that our listeners have uh, write down those questions um, on the website so they can actually take it into a deeper reflection. So this is really, um, uh, this is really important. Thank you again, uh, Irina. And just to, like, I know that I'm sharing your information and where people can find you, but can you remind us here again where uh, how what's best for you to reach to reach out? Yes, so the best place to reach out to me is through Instagram. This is my favorite platform, mm -hmm. and you can always 
find me there. So my handle is I am Irina P. And uh, I'm sure that you will share it in, in your notes. And you can also find more information about me on one, my website. So it is irinaprokofieva.com. And I also hope that you will put the link yes. in the show notes. So yes, that's the places. These are the two places where you can find me and uh, read about my services and what I offer. Wonderful, wonderful. One last question before really we sign off here. Uh, though I'm enjoying this a lot, and I hope you you're enjoying as well. Um, what does alignment like? This is kind of like the signature question for this podcast. So, what does living an alignment mean to you? For me, living an alignment means easy. It's a life of ease. It's a life of flow, of inspiration and creativity. And for me, it's just being myself, fully myself. Beautiful, beautiful. Irina, it's such a pleasure to connect here and I can talk with you for hours. Thank you really for joining us and thank you for your time. Thank you very much, Gada. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've got something interesting to share, tag us in a post on Instagram or comment below. We'd love to hear about your takeaways. I'd be grateful if you head up to iTunes and give us a rating. Also, who do you know can benefit from today's episode? Pay it forward, share the link. Thanks for listening. This is Rada Khalifi signing off.